whether you're watching, listening or reading this, welcome back to the Rumpernut vlog where we're on a mission to raise £1 million for children's charities by run vlogging on consecutive days the distance of one lap around the world. It is a staggering 40,075 kilometres. It's going to take somewhere in the region of 11 years to accomplish, so plenty of time to raise that money. I'm going to commit to vlogging whilst running a minimum of five kilometres every day, and I'll even do it barefoot style. So for those regulars will know that when I vlog, I vlog about my passions, which are entrepreneurship and running, and most importantly, how these topics can link together to help people overcome the emotions of stress, overwhelm and anxiety by using exercise as a release mechanism. It is a fresh morning today, about six or seven degrees, a little bit blowy, but okay, running conditions. And it is Wednesday wellbeing today where we discuss all things mental health, well-being, mindset. And uh, today's topic is running after the dreaded COVID jab. So as always, please support this challenge by subscribing and liking the content. And let's get started. So today's episode is about running after the dreaded COVID jab. I'm, uh, I'm 39 years of age, I've just fallen into the, the category to get my COVID jab and I had the jab yesterday morning and uh, I had the Pfizer jab and, it's, uh, and people say it doesn't have uh, too bad effects on you but I feel pretty rotten to be honest with you. My arm feels like it's been absolutely run over and uh, it's quite horrible really because a couple of things, A, I'm not a massive fan of needles <laughs> and, uh, and B, I'm on this running challenge and I'm, I just don't want to be putting myself in a position where I'm enhancing the likelihood of injury and illness. With the Covid vaccine there's these side effects which kind of come with it, whichever vaccine you, you ultimately have. and. Uh, it really tests your mind because there's a couple of things. There's the there's the pre having the jab where you're you know you know about the potential side effects, but you hear about people that have just kind of ghosted through the process without any form of uh, without any form of issue, and you hear other people that have been out for the best part of a week, um, uh, you know, with illness, fever, temperature, you know. So it's it's really really hit and miss in terms of whether you're lucky enough to avoid the side effects or whether you're unlucky enough to get exposed to them. And um, I think I sit somewhere in the middle. I had a temperature all last night. I was sweating throughout the night. I, I kind of did. I didn't full quite get the shivers, but you know when you've got a real heady temperature. My arm is slightly more loose this morning, but I still can't get it really above that. You know, halfway up before it really starts being pretty painful. It feels like it's really badly bruised. And I think the, the point I'm making today is that the, the pre, the expectation of what was going to happen was bad enough. Let's go over here, the car coming. The expectation was bad enough, but then uh, the actual reality has been pretty brutal as well. So the, the, my mindset has tried to prepare myself for getting the jab. A, I'm not a massive fan of needles. I wouldn't say it's a, a huge phobia, but I think ultimately, what's the golden rule of, 
of uh, vaccinations and injections is you do not tense your arm. But when you've got a bit of a fear about it, it's really, really difficult not to tense your arm. And I think that's probably something to do with why my arm is in a great deal of discomfort this morning and, and certainly yesterday. And, um, you know, the, the second part is, you know, when you're poorly, you know, I'm feeling 50% at best today. You know, I'm sweating more than I'd usually sweat. My legs are heavy. My arm hurts. I'm heady. Doesn't feel great by any stretch. And I have to come out and do this running challenge to, to keep my streak going. And um, I think the, um, the point I'm trying to make here is that your mind's pretty powerful. And if I, if I wasn't doing this running challenge, there'd be no way in a million years I'd be out running today. I'd be in bed. And I'd probably spend a bit, spend most of the morning trying to get more rest to try and sleep some of this, these uh, symptoms off. But um, the point I'm making today is that I've, start, I've, I've reinforced this challenge into my life to such an extreme that I didn't even question it. I, I felt that, oh, this is going to be horrible and horrendous. But I didn't then, you know, what happens when you do something you don't really want to do or you're not feeling up for? In the usual circumstance, when it's not a reinforced habit, you would generally go, oh, yeah, I don't fancy this today. Yeah, maybe I'll put it off. Yeah, I'll probably do it next week or whatever. And you just talk yourself in very gradually into not doing it. Well, this running challenge is such a reinforced habit, but the way my mind is operating is, I feel rough today. I really don't fancy this, but I have to do it. And that's it. And it's just, it just that any form of questioning that there's a chance that I won't have to do it just gets extinguished. And this is the importance of habit reinforced habits and they say it can take 66 days to reinforce a habit whether it's something you're doing every week every day every other day it takes 66 days to reinforce a given habit where you just accept that you're going to do it and uh, I think that's really, really important because um, you know without a shadow of a doubt I would have bailed on this morning's run had I not got this reinforced habit pushing me through so if I was going to summarize what I'm trying to say today is that, that first and foremost is your mind is an incredibly powerful thing but it can be incredibly powerful in a negative way or incredibly powerful in a positive way and what the way you can kind of push it towards positivity is have positive habits in your life reinforce them so it's such a routine that you don't even question that you're going to do something and then you will manage to get your mind to kind of back you up and, and push you out there whereas in other situations you would have definitely said no I don't fancy it today so hopefully this helps because I'm I'm probably waffling and I'm probably getting a bit delirious today because I'm I am struggling but uh, hopefully there is an underlying message to this episode which will help people and don't underestimate the power of your mind another prime one is when you're you know talk about this before with running the order of importance in terms of your anatomy as a runner. Number one, your mind. Number two, cardiovascular system. Number three, legs. People think, oh, I haven't got the legs for this. No, 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 you've got the legs for it, you haven't got the mind for it. Your mind's telling you you haven't got the legs for it. So again, it's that prime example is when you, if you hit the wall on a marathon, it is the worst experience ever. But if you've got mind over matter, you can force 
your legs to keep going. I had absolutely nothing when I hit the wall of my first London marathon. It was the hottest marathon on record uh, in London. Anyway, it's about 33 degrees on the track temperature and I was so weak and frail someone could have just pushed me with their little finger. I would have fallen over and fallen instantly to sleep. That's how weak I was on the closing straight of that marathon. The last 10 to 5k was just horrendous. And uh, every ounce of me wanted to just quit. But my mind said, right, I've missed my time, but I'm gonna run this whole thing. That's, that was my target. And I reinforced it in my mind over and over again. I just said one step forward, one step foot in front of the other. And I managed, I mean, let's be honest, I was probably running at walking pace, but I was in a running motion. And I managed to get to the finish line. And that was the true, you know, that was the epiphany moment where I said, wow, your, your mind is so, so pow pow powerful. I mean, I collapsed with heat exhaustion on the line. And uh, it just goes to show how powerful your mind is. And I uh, hope that's a good analogy that you can kind of take with you from this episode. So that's it for me today. Uh, sorry, it's a bit of a waffle and a bit of a moan today, but it's just how I feel. And you know, I'm 350 or so episodes in, so I, I deserve the right to have a, a moan and a rant every now and then. But um, hope it's useful. As always, if you've got any questions, just drop me a comment. I'll respond to everyone. If it's a bigger topic, I'll do a separate blog episode and tag you in. Um, do check the links in my bio where you can keep up to date with the challenge, how much money we've raised, how far we've run, how long the streak's been going for, etc. And give it as much support as you can. So even if you can't support it financially, subscribe to the content and share it. It goes a long way to getting the awareness we need to have a chance of raising such an epic target. And uh, all that's left to say is that the content I vlog about entrepreneurship and running has is, is always been about how it links together to help people overcome the emotions of stress, overwhelm and anxiety. And uh, we all experience daily pressures, weekly pressures in the form of stress. And if we don't have that release mechanism in our lives that allows us to clear those stresses from our heads, process what's going on, you know, refocus, gain clarity and move on, then it's like pressure building in a pipe. And those stresses are going to evolve over the course of time to overwhelm. You've got too many things going on in your head. And if you, when, you, when you're at overwhelm stage, you almost freeze, you almost procrastinate, you almost have a seizure. And very, very quickly you can drift into the realms of panic and anxiety when you just don't know what to do. And uh, you're flirting with the edge of mental health issues there and certainly kind of panic attacks. And this analogy, the, the pipe will burst. The pressure builds so much, the pipe bursts, you have a mental health breakdown, which is clearly what we want to avoid. Now, I've been there before. I probably didn't get quite get to mental health breakdown, but I certainly got to the stage where I lost businesses because of this, I lost business partners, and I was always bankrupt because of these exact reasons. And there's no coincidence in the past year of doing this running vlog now, that, which is my release mechanism, that I've made more progress in all facets of my life than I have done in the previous four to five years. So there's plenty of social proof this works. And my olive branch to you is if you're suddenly struggling with this, drop me a message, okay? There's no catch whatsoever here. Not, run Preneur is not for profit. So there's no sale ever involved. Yes, we've raised donations, but they're always optional and never essential. So drop me a message. We'll jump on a, a quick call. I'll give you some step-by-step -step guidance on how we can get you back on the right path. And uh, I know this works because it's, it's obviously helped me significantly and I've helped and coached over a hundred other entrepreneurs over the years with exactly this. So 
there's plenty of social proof this stuff works. Help is often available, it's often free, you just have to be prepared to ask for it, and uh, it's often easier asking a stranger than nearest and dearest, just in my understanding. So take advantage of this if you need it, and uh, hopefully let's get you back on the right path. So that's it for me today. All that's left to say is stay positive, stay happy, and I'll see you tomorrow.